Hi, I'm Emily. Hi, I'm Nicole. And this is Yes Dude, the show about shit we like. How are you? I am fine. How, how are your cookies? Are you better now? My cookies made me so happy. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. Okay, so they don't know. They don't know. I haven't really gone shopping like in a store, mm-hmm. like clothes shopping in a store this entire pandemic. Yes. Like I went into Kohl's like once, maybe twice, but it was more or less just browsing than anything. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't like actually shopping. Yep. Like I was actually shopping this time. I made it three minutes before I started sobbing. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Emily and I were supposed to do yoga that night. I was not in a good state. And I had bought and stuff in Oreos. And Emily's like, oh, you should dip into those Oreos. And I was like, I well, would if I could, except for we don't have any. No, the thing is, I was eating my Oreos that I had still. And I was like, you know what would make you feel better? Oreos. And then I sent her a picture of my the- Oreos because they were the, the marshmallow ones. Because at the time, we both had Oreos, like like the day before yeah. we had talked about it. And I don't have any Oreos. So I was all sad and mopey. And then I didn't have any Oreos. And I was like, well, maybe I'll go to the store. And then I looked away from my phone. And I looked back. And Emily's like, <laughs> well, I have a missed call and a text. I'm like, oh, God, is everything okay? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I texted her. I was I got on DoorDash. And because be, I know her address because I sent her things. But I, I was going to just like <laughs> but... DoorDash her Oreos. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, dip. They have a crumble. <laughs> Which is a cookie place that we have here. And also they're in Vegas. And I think there's one or two in Colorado. It's in like, I don't know exactly how, you know, how they're set up. So I didn't even like I had seen crumble like on Twitter people's twitter posts like a couple of times but i didn't like put two and two together like that we had one here i had never eaten it like but it's kelsey's favorite and she gets them like all the time (laughs) oh my god dude i know why now (laughs) they're so fucking good yeah but i saw that they had a a there was a crumble on doordash when i put in nicole's address and i was like well maybe it's like maybe it's still set to mine actually because there's a crumble at my address so i went into my maps and typed in your address and then typed in crumble and i was like oh cool so then i went on there and like ordered it and i texted nicole i'm like hey i don't think oreos are good enough for their own grocery store trip <laughs> and i i don't even remember what i was doing i think i went outside to smoke at that point i assume that's what was happening because you didn't answer me and i was like nicole don't go to the <laughs> store you need to be at home uh and then i saw you had texted Cole, and so i called you and you're like you can't go anywhere for eight minutes. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I was, you're like, there's going to be a box. <laughs> I said. The guy with a box. You're, you're going to go outside. There's going to be a man. He's going to have a box. You're going to take the box. <laughs> and it's going to have your name it's gonna on it. It's going to have your name on it. Yeah. That's how you'll know it's your box. <laughs> <laughs> so I met the man at the door and opened up this box of four freaking delicious cookies. <laughs> One was a hot chocolate. So it was like a chocolate cookie with chocolate chunks in it. And then it had like... The hot chocolate marshmallows. Yeah, the little stale ones. Baked into the top of the cookie. And then it also had like a chocolate, hot chocolate flavored frosting-ish icing. Glaze kind of deal, it looked like. Yeah. yeah. And then it had more of the stale marshmallows on top. And it was so damn delicious. <laughs> that was real good. Um, they had, The second one was the waffle one. Yeah. So... By the way, that was really good. So good. So it's like a waffle flavored cookie. But it has like a buttercreamy there's like a buttercream frosting on it that's like in a scoop like a butter like a scoop of butter would be and then it came with like a side of tiny little maple syrup and it was so good (laughs) that was the last one i ate i saved it for last because i was like 
oh, this is going to be the king of all. You cut it into pie shapes. King of all cookies. Like a waffle. Yes. I did. I did cut it That's into pie shapes. That's not how you eat a waffle, is it? No. Okay. <laughs> but like, I warmed it up and it was really hot. Yeah. So I wanted to cool it down. And also it was easier to dip that way. Yeah. So I did that. And there, there was the sea salt and caramel one, which was also really fabulous. And then the last one was the cinnamon roll one. Yeah. Oh, my lanta. <laughs> if you enjoy cinnamon rolls, you would love this cookie. But it's too late. You'll have to wait until it comes back because they rotate every week. It's four different cookies. <laughs> this is true. This is true. So keep your eye out for the cinnamon cookie. Yeah. They were all delicious. They also have ice cream. I did actually look them up because I was like, who the heck is Crumble? Like, what is their game? Yeah. Hot cookies. Yes. <laughs> and then that's when I found out that they rotate weekly. Yeah. One of my coworkers follows me on Twitter and she came up to me and she's like, oh my God, so you had crumbled for the first time too? And I was like, yeah. She's like, we had those like two weeks ago and now we want to just order them every week. Yeah. <laughs> like, I would love to order them well, every week. Well, that's their deal is that you can only get it for that week. So it's like, oh, if I don't get it now, I don't know when it'll be back. It's like the McRib. Oh, the McRib. However, highly suggest crumble. 10 out of 10. Emily is a saint <laughs> and I, my emotions are much better now. I can oh. <laughs> finally relax a little bit. Yeah. I ended up laughing at myself in the middle of me crying just because I knew how ridiculous my tears were, but I couldn't make them stop because I was numb and it was sad and it was mad and, but I'm better. It's not ridiculous. You're allowed to have feelings. I know, but I was like, I'm crying. I figured out why I'm crying, but I just won't stop and I'm okay. Like, I know I'm going to be okay. I think of all the times that you could ever cry in the middle of an Old Navy, this is the year people would understand. (laughs) This is true. (laughs) This is true. I was actually surprised at how few people were in there. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yes, it is great. I was expecting a whole lot of people. So my emotions were already kind of like high strung simply because I had to go into a store Mm -hmm. and I haven't done that for a while. And then the idea in my head just like fell apart and then it fell apart in person because the sizings were all screwed up because I waited too long and it was just a sad situation for myself. Yeah. But I'm better. Speaking of a lot of people being at a store, I was at the... I was at the grocery store today after work. I stopped and got some stuff and an old woman brushed my arm as she walked by. And I'm like, what do I do? Uh, I'm like, do I take off my coat right now? What do I do? Do I spray with sanitizer? Where's the mister that China had? Right? The one you could just walk through? Yeah. Get me to the hand sanitizer. Yeah, that would freak me out. We were we went to Safeway right before dinner to get some items to complete dinner. And there was just far too many people in there for my liking. It's a small store anyways. Mm-hmm. But like, ugh, and the type and the people that not the type of people, just the people that go to that specific Safeway, like there are three types of people. There are the homeless people who are generally just oblivious and trying to live their lives. Mm-hmm. Then there are the normal people who are kind of cautious like myself and like are mindful of the space. And then you have like the rich snooty people who also are oblivious to the world. So like two out of the three groups that use that store are oblivious to the world. <laughs> and those two groups far outnumber us normies. So at least at that location. So it stresses me out every time I go in there anyways. And then it being a Sunday, people are trying to do their shopping for the week. And it's just hard, man. Yeah. Going like I have tickets to a festival in June, but just the idea of being around that many people, mm-hmm. it freaks me out, man. Because, mm-hmm. like, that's that's a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. The gorge can hold a lot of people. Yeah. The only saving grace there is the fact that it's outside. Mm-hmm. And the fact I don't generally like to go down into the pit. Yes. And I can stay on the hill and kind of keep my space. So there's that. But just the idea of that many people in one 
spot freaks me out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was thinking the other day, I'm like, if you listen to podcasts, a lot of people are like, oh, dip. <laughs> this is the second time I said, oh, dip. And if you haven't watched, it is. <laughs> if you haven't watched The Good Place, then you don't get that reference. But if you listen to podcasts, everyone's like, oh, cool. We're all getting vaccinated. We can go outside again. And then the question is, what's the first thing that you're going to do <laughs> when it's okay to go outside again? Oh, mine is definitely going to be going to some sort of like event. So like, I cannot get a concert experience. <laughs> I have people spilling drinks, the people who are too fucked up and flopping into people. I know. I really... The speakers <sighs> that are far too loud, the nitrogen coming from the little blasters, like... I need that in my life. You had me until nitrogen. Okay. So you know how like during shows they do the, like the things? Absolutely not. like the steam that like the effects. We go to very different yeah. shows. <laughs> well, I mean they use it in like all sorts of effects because it goes away instantly. But it's basically like cold nitrogen and it just like. We go to different creates shows. A, creates a fog effect. No, absolutely not. <laughs> they don't use it just in EDM. It's. In a lot of stage effects. But anyways, I need that. Well, I also don't go to, like, like, big things a lot. This is true. An actual concert, like a, I don't know, Fall Out Boy is the only one coming to mind because I've been to them several times. But, you know, I just want to be in, like, the Roseland or something upstairs. (laughs) Like, there's fucking drawings in the bathroom. It's not, like, an arena tour. Like, yes. Like club shows. Yes. Not like club Absolutely. shows, but like Absolutely. There's that one shows. couple that no matter where you turn, they're still in front of you making out somehow. <laughs> yes! <laughs> or the kid that like pops up, dances randomly, and like goes away for a minute, and you're like, where the hell did he go? And then he'll pop back up right in front of you again, and you're like, oh, there you are. <laughs> yeah. So what are you going to do? Target? Probably not. Barnes & Noble sounds pretty good. There you go. Sounds low-key. I like it. I mean, alternatively, like, going to a bar, but... I was going to say, mine is going to be going and getting a hot... Like, a realistic, like, everyday thing is going to be going and getting a hot steaming bowl of pho. hmm Yeah. Sitting down and eating it and wiping my nose because it's dripping because of the chili oil and the heat. Absolutely. The Cheesecake Factory? Mm. Ooh. Cheesecake Factory like and then it. Barnes & Noble? Ooh, baby. That's a day out. <laughs> that is. I like it. Go on a date. <laughs> right. <laughs> Get some cuddles from some stranger. Oh, probably not a cuddle. I'm going to make out with someone. I mean, hey, do you? I like it. <laughs> On that note, what is your first topic? Okay, my first topic is eggnog. Yes! Okay, <laughs> I love it. Okay, so there is some debate on the origins of eggnog, but most agree that its lineage comes from uh, early medieval British posset. I was going to look that up, <laughs> exactly how to pronounce it, and then I forgot. Let me double check. No, I was wrong. How do I say it, though? Okay, I think posset is right. You were pretty close. Well, that's how I said it, posset. And then when I I just looked at Wikipedia, it the alternative spellings had H's, and I was like, oh, maybe I missed something. <laughs> no, but it's just posset. And that is basically a hot milk curdled with wine or ale and flavored with spices. It was used as a cold and flu remedy. Oh, curdled milk with alcohol. Great. Milk curdled with alcohol. <laughs> the, okay. the, the alcohol curdles the milk. You don't curdles curdle it, it first. Okay. <laughs> and again, medieval. So it's old. Real old. Thir- by the 13th century, they think 
monks were drinking posset with eggs and figs. Gross. <laughs> eggs and figs. Yeah. Yeah. I like figs, but like, yeah, the idea of an egg with curdled milk is just not no <laughs> appealing to me. Sure, it was great back in the day. Yeah. There is a 17th century recipe for, this is the entire name or title on the recipe, My Lord of Carlisle's Sack Posset. <laughs> okay. My Lord of Carlisle's Sack Posset. Yeah. Okay. And that recipe is cream, whole cinnamon, mace, nutmeg, 18 egg yolks, eight egg whites, sack wine, which is something that I can't remember the details of. It's a certain kind of wine. Sack is capitalized. Um, and at the end, of you cook that all together. And at the end, you add sugar, ambergris, and animal musk. <laughs> that is extravagant. Gross. Why are you adding animal musk to your eggnog? I was just going to say, also, that does not sound appetizing. No. But that sounds extravagant. Ambergris also doesn't sound great, but no. I know that it used to be like a... People used to eat it. It's gross, but <laughs> do you know what ambergris yeah. is? No. <laughs> like when whales get something like stuck in there somewhere and then like it like calcifies or something. <laughs> and then they like, I don't know if they like pass it out or like shoot it out of their blowhole. I don't know how it gets out of their bodies, but it's like a whale oyster or a whale pearl. Gnar. Yeah. <laughs> and people used to eat it. It's very expensive. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Yeah. To try and capture one of those guys? I'm sure it is. We don't catch the whale. Okay. <laughs> you just find well, it on know, the beach. But, but still, the find those, I'm sure, is not like. Yeah. They're not just like an abundance of them. I've never heard of them. Yeah, exactly. There, there is a whole Bob's Burgers episode about it. <laughs> That's how I got most of that information. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, it was believed to have crossed over to the colonies in the 18th century and while the original was made with things like sherry and other alcohols i don't know wine i guess those were highly taxed so as a cost-effective substitute the colonists started adding rum because it was easier to get your hands on stuff from that area (laughs) and there wasn't a tax because it's from jamaica which is right there well, it's right there, and also... They don't tax us, or didn't tax us at that time. Yeah, it's not from England, so they don't have to pay British taxes. A fee! No taxation... something. <laughs> What's the no rem? No representation. No taxation without representation. Representation. Yeah. There we go. We got it between the two of yeah. us. Yeah, <laughs> we just got a word. I was going to say causation, I'm like, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> <laughs> the earliest non-dairy example, recipe, for non-dairy <laughs> eggnog was from a cookbook from 1899. Wow. Right? That's what I'm saying. That's kind of impressive. Yeah. It was in the cookbook Guide for Nut Cookery by Almeida Lambert, and it included coconut cream, eggs, and sugar. Okay. In 1973, Eunice Farmalant, I don't know how to say Lala's name, wrote the Natural Foods Sweet Tooth Cookbook, and that included a more modern dairy-free recipe. In 1981, the grain country, I assume is a brand, because both of those (laughs) words are capitalized, introduced grain nog, which was the earliest version of, like, commercially produced vegan eggnog, and also that same year, 1981, Redwood Valley Soy Foods Unlimited introduced soy nog, which was the first soy-based vegan nog. That's pretty early. I'm impressed with that. Yeah. But like 1899, 
is so long ago. Yeah. It's a long time. Yeah. But also, here's the thing. If you just, like, don't have cows, then you gotta figure it out. Yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking. I was like, it makes sense that they would, like, use it without dairy. Mm-hmm. Like, there are some people who just don't have access to that, but they also want the joys of eggnog. Yeah. That's cool. Exactly. Like that. That's, like, the whole thing with, like, a lot of depression meals, like... I think that's how modern Twinkies came to be. I think they used to be banana flavored. And then there was just like not enough banana f- to go around. There was like a banana shortage. Yeah. And they so were very expensive cha- at one point in time. <laughs> yeah. And then they just changed it to like what it is now and they kept it. So mm-hmm. it's really interesting to see how that era just shaped our food in general. Yeah. Cool. I love eggnog. Eggnog. Same. There are some people who are just not a fan. I know. And I don't get it. I do get it because it's gross. Like it's cream and eggs. And you drink it. But it's so, it's so good. good, though. Alton Brown has pointed out that it is nearly identical to ice cream. You just don't freeze it. It's just it's just custard. Like liquid custard, that basically. That hasn't been frozen, yeah. Genius. But it's so good. What is your favorite vegan eggnog? No, none of them are good. <laughs> don't bother. None of them are good? I have, have Califia in my fridge, but they're not. They're none of, they don't have the eggs to thicken it up, and you're using basically almond water. We can call it almond milk all day, but it's water with almonds in it. Ground up almond. Yeah. My favorite eggnog ever is from the Linden Creamery over in Washington. Mm -hmm. We bought, I think I've had it twice. We bought two cartons of it. Not cartons. Little glass jugs. They're like this big. Obviously, you don't need much of eggnog because it's dense as hell. Yeah. A bottle lasted us like a week. But they have like real spices in it and you have to like shake it up so they get off the bottom yeah it's so good dude it's so good that is my all-time favorite eggnog ever anywhere yeah one of my favorite things was my uh dad would always like buy a carton and like i would get home from school or whatever it was and he would just like have a carton we would have like our first glass of eggnog it's great that's adorable i love eggnog it's so good the first time i ever tried it i was at my grandpa's house my grandma and grandpa's house and he had a carton in the free fridge freezer definitely the fridge <laughs> and I thought it was milk. And he's like, no, it's not milk, but you can have some. And so I tried it. And I was like, what is that? And he's like, (laughs) eggnog. And I was like, gross. (laughs) I was like, what? And he like told me what was in it. I was like, that's gross, but it also tastes really good. Mm -hmm. I think it was probably like 10 or 12 or something like that. Oh, man. Good old eggnog. It's such a good flavor, too. It's just like. (laughs) I also agree. There are clearly people who don't. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you can like the flavor of something, but not like the actual like product. Mm. But like. (laughs) <laughs> it just adds it's just so wholesome <laughs> when i think of eggnog i think of obviously christmas but like just being like super dense no matter what it is whether it's like a truffle or a milkshake or something it's just always so delicious but always so like dense i think you need to order some of those truffles <laughs> dude okay i thought about th- i've been thinking about that all week i I'm haven't like, watched today's video either by the way but i think oh, you should either. order some of those truffles and tell me how they are I'll have to find out exactly what they were because that sounds yeah fabulous. I, um, maybe Moonstruck has something like that and I could just order some eggnog truffles from yeah, them. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe find something in the... Well, I mean, I don't know. Because they said that they were very good and also apparently James's grandmother gave them to him every Christmas. But that's also... It was in pounds. So I think I it was only like 14 or something, but then the exchange rate, it would be more. I'll pay it. Yeah. I've done that with like books and stuff. I'm like, it's not out in the US yet and I want it. <laughs> Right? I need this in my life. Yeah. I've definitely ordered things from Waterstones, which is like English Barnes & Noble. Oh, really? Yeah. My favorite, like, eggnog-flavored thing 
is probably the eggnog milkshake from Burgerville. That sounds delicious. I have only gone to Burgerville like maybe twice. The only reason I go there really is for milkshakes. <laughs> yeah. I am not a huge fan of the eggnog latte. It always tastes a little bit burnt to me. Agreed. But I've tr- I have been just like mixing my... Because I have some almond nog in the fridge. So I've been doing like half nog, half coffee. That's good if you don't like heat up the nog and then it gets all weird. So it has to be cold? Well, I mean, I don't know. Oh. But but you said it gets weird? Every time I get it at, like if I buy it at somewhere, it always tastes a little bit burnt like they oversteamed it. Yes, I fully agree with that. I've tried it lots of different places in lots of different ways, but it very much always tastes burnt. Yeah. I don't know why, though. Me either. Like, what, would, what would be in it that makes it taste that way? Maybe the egg? Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, if they oversteamed it, then it would just scorch. Yeah. But I don't know. Because... I've even had eggnog-flavored creamer, though, that it it just tastes... Off. Burnt. Yeah. Yeah. Not the same. No. Um, Eggnog ice cream sounds delicious at Safeway. The Safeway, like, the Signature Select has eggnog ice cream sandwiches. What? And that sounds delicious. That sounds so good. <laughs> I feel like it's going to be a beefed-up vanilla bean. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> You'll have to tell me. Yeah. I have tried eggnog chocolate before like a white eggnog chocolate it's pretty good yes Ghirardelli in their like holiday pack has the peppermint bark and the salt i think no pumpkin spice caramel and the eggnog i think that's exactly where i've tried it too is Mm -hmm. from the Ghirardelli i love those those are my favorite i think kelsey one year (laughs) bought like three bags of them and picked out all the eggnog stuff and put them in a box for me for christmas (laughs) that's awesome yeah that's some dedication they're so good (laughs) I kind of want to make an eggnog cheesecake. Yeah, do it. I have many of those pinned on Pinterest, and I've never pulled the trigger. <laughs> I have made an eggnog chai fudge before. Mm-hmm. That was good. It was very rich, and I only had like four pieces out of the whole pan, but it was good. I do remember that. That was back in like 2013, right before I broke up with Dane. Mm-hmm. Was it that Christmas? Good topic. Mm-hmm. My turn? Okay. Mm-hmm. So today's topic is... The umbrella, because here in the Northwest, it's very green, very wet, so umbrellas are very useful. Mm-hmm. Um, some people here, especially in Portland, shit on people who use umbrellas in the Northwest. I am a fan, actually. That's me. So I shit on people who yeah. use umbrellas. <laughs> <laughs> I do only... So I have a rain jacket, and I generally wear that. Like, I don't mm-hmm. typically carry an umbrella with me. Yeah. Um, but if I'm, like, dressed up and my hair is done, like... I'm carrying an umbrella. If I'm going out to smoke, I'm carrying my umbrella. Like, I mean, I, I, get my... I do get that. But like, that's also the quickest way to spot a tourist in the Pacific Northwest is like, did you dress for sun and are also carrying umbrella? Like, just wear something with a hood. <laughs> like, why are you yes. doing double the work? I generally just wear my raincoat. Yeah. Uh, however, sometimes I like as I've gotten older, it's been a little more convenient to just carry an umbrella, especially if I'm like already dressed up and don't want my hair to look like shit. Mm-hmm. That's generally when I use an umbrella. Yeah. Or if I'm like leaving work to go get lunch really quickly around the corner, we have umbrellas that we can use and I'll just snag one from there and like walk to my lunch spot and then walk back just so I'm not drenched halfway through the day. <laughs> but my rain, jo- rain jacket is my primary rain protection. So the umbrella is a handheld portable d- device for personal use. The umbrella and parasol are both, the umbrella and parasol both consist of Folding canopies supported by wooden or metal ribs that are mounted on a wooden, metal, or plastic shaft. So you got a main shaft, and then you got a canopy that's, like, attached to it, and it, like, expands and closes around the shaft. Say shaft again. 
shaft. So there is a distinction between the parasol and the umbrella. The parasol is generally for sun protection, uh, not always waterproof. Uh, An umbrella is generally for rain protection. However, you will also get sun protection from that too. Yeah. (laughs) So if you have a parasol, make sure it's waterproof. If not, umbrella is your better option. So in modern day umbrellas, there are generally two categories. So the collapsible, basically the handle and the canopy fold. So like the shaft like collapses into two pieces, obviously still attached so it can pop back open. And then the canopy also folds down the non-collapsible, just the canopy folds around the shaft. The most basic umbrella was invented over 4,000 years ago. Uh, Evidence has been found in Greece, Egypt, China, and India. They were all made of basically the same thing. The Chinese were the first to waterproof their umbrellas using wax and lacquer to, or sorry, using wax to lacquer their paper parasols. So it makes sense that Greece and Egypt would generally use theirs for sun protection, simply because they're in the drier climates and China would need the better rain protection. So that makes sense as to why that happened. Umbrellas became popular in the Western world in the 16th century, so around the 1500s. Generally, it was a woman's only accessory until Persian traveler and writer Jonas Hanway carried and used an umbrella for over 30 years, making it socially acceptable for men to use umbrellas. He passed in 1786, so it was some time before that 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 became a unisex thing. The first Western umbrellas were often whalebone or wood, like the main shaft, and silk feathers or leaves made the canopy. Modern day materials include wood, steel, aluminum, and more recently a fiberglass shaft. Uh, And then the canopy is generally a treated nylon material for the top. My favorite umbrella is the golf umbrella because they're big and sturdy and they don't flip inside out as easily as the smaller handheld ones. And oftentimes here in the Northwest, it is windy. Mm -hmm. So that's basically all I have. Really the only time growing up we (laughs) specifically bought umbrellas was to transport gifts. I do have a big umbrella that I use when it's raining here to smoke so my Jay doesn't get wet. Yeah. I've gotten real good at doing it. Before I was like awkward and like trying to light my <laughs> J with my cupped hand and my chin trying to like hold it in the on my shoulder. Yeah. But I've mastered the <laughs> technique now. Also, if it's windy, I can just like hold it here and like puff. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't like flop around. It's great. <laughs> I was windy as hell last night, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> it's been so stormy. We've gotten like three inches of rain over the last two days. <laughs> I wish it rained here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's basically all I got for the umbrellas. But you were totally right, though. It is the easiest way to spot a tourist. Yeah. (laughs) However, there are some locals like myself that have opted to incorporate those more frequently. I mean, especially going to school. It's like, you're not going to carry an umbrella around school. Yeah. Especially when it rains constantly. It's like, what's the point of an umbrella at that point? Yes. Remember that day that it rained for two days straight, literally, and they sent us home early? I do remember that because everything was flooding. Yeah. The lake was going to flood. Yeah. I do remember that. <laughs> was that eighth grade? Yes. Yes. It rains a lot here in the Northwest, peeps. Like, a lot. Pacific Northwest, absolutely. I love it, but also, I need my sunshine. Yeah. <laughs> What's your second topic? Okay. My second topic is, has no information because I couldn't find anything. <laughs> okay. But I knew that I wanted to talk about this. So, <laughs> it is the Pillsbury Shapes Sugar cookies. Ooh. The little Pillsbury, like, pre-measured little sugar cookie doughs that have pictures on them. 
I love those. Yes, they're like, so good. For Halloween, they make ghosties. For St. Patrick's Day, they have like the little clovers. I totally know what you're talking For Christmas, they, do they have snowman? Absolutely, they do. I have a list. The only information I have is a list from the Food Network of all the ones that they have made. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. I'm like, you can't. You can't find it. <laughs> like, we can't find like Weird. when it was introduced or like when you go to the Pillsbury Wiki, there isn't like it's it's just talks about like the different companies under the like Pillsbury name. It's not like the, the, here's the Pillsbury like cookie baking stuff and like the products that they make and like <laughs> all the normal information that you find on like a food a normal Wikipedia page. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. I could Maybe not... we should do that and update that. We can be the ones to put that information on the wiki page for others. Except we couldn't, I can't, I don't know how to find that information. Maybe we just call Pillsbury and say, hey, what the fuck? <laughs> That's it. Give me your info. Just say, hey, what the fuck? <laughs> we should not say that exact no. phrase. <laughs> but we should say, hey, why is this information not available? Tell me the deets, yo. Well, I'm sure that if I like went on to their like about us on their like on the actual Pillsbury website it would tell me like who started the Pillsbury company but I think that information it's just there's no like product information or anything about that it's the the Pillsbury company is the Wikipedia page and it talks about like they own Dorito they don't own Doritos but I can't think of any products that were on it's like basically about the business not the products yeah suck yeah Anyway, would you like to, I don't know, I could make you, like, guess which pictures are on them, but... I do want to guess some of them. Okay. So, I definitely know their hearts. Well, hold on. We'll go down my list. Okay. Okay. So, these are apparently, according to the Food Network website, this is a list of all of the ones that they have ever had. Ever had? Ever had, is what it said. Okay. So, we'll see. Okay. So, we'll start with Back to School. What picture do you think is on it? A leaf or a pencil? It's a bus. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. They have Halloween ones. I know. There's three Halloweens. So they have the bats, the ghosties, and the pumpkins. No. No? I don't see bat. I didn't write down bat. Bat wasn't on the website. I thought there was a bat one. But the, definitely the ghostie and the pumpkin. Mm-hmm. Those two are still in production. Those are available right now. If you can click on the link on the website on the Food Network list and get there. Okay, so what is the third one then? Spooky cat. Oh, little spooky kitty. <laughs> I would not have guessed that. Yeah. They have, okay, I'm going to say two Thanksgivings. A turkey? Mm-hmm. No longer available. That was before. This one is tangentially Thanksgiving. Is it a cornucopia? It is not. That would be very much Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. It's not a print out. It's like a shape. Oh, I don't know. It's a football. Oh. Yeah, tangentially. I didn't know what other category to put it into, but people play football yeah. on Thanksgiving. Would not have guessed that one. No. But, I mean, it, it makes sense. Yeah. Also, that one is currently available. Three Christmases. So the trees? Mm-hmm. The... Is there a snowflake? No. No, there's a snowman. Yes. The trees, a snowman. Mm-hmm. And a wreath? Nope. An angel? Nope. <laughs> that would be too religious. That's what I thought, but I was like, it's a shot. Santa? No. <laughs> You're getting closer. Santa's hat. <laughs> no. I don't know. It's a reindeer. A stocking. Oh. <laughs> you were so reindeer. sure it was stocking. <laughs> I was a stocking. <laughs> no. It's a reindeer. Uh, 
Okay, there's one Valentine. The heart. Yeah. Okay. Mm, I'll keep that one where it is. There's kind of two Valentines. You'll see. Okay. There's one Easter. There's two Easters. Sorry. <laughs> one's, one's an egg. No. I mean, they, they, they might have had an egg, but it was not on this list from the Food Network that had all of the ones they have ever had. So. <laughs> oh, for Easter. Uh, is there a bunny? Oh, there's a chick. Yes and yes. Those are the two. Yes. I remember those two. Okay. Yes. They're, the chick is no longer. The bunny is available. There is one for the 4th of July. A flag. Yeah. There's one for St. Patrick's Day. Clover. It's a shamrock, but yes. Okay. Okay. And then there are six that are licensed products. So like characters. Yes. So obviously one is going to be... Mickey is Mickey Valentine cookie. <laughs> Do you want? We can, is it? It is. It's a Mickey. It's a Mickey head inside of a heart. Oh, okay. It's a Mickey Valentine cookie. Is the one that was on there? Okay. Mm-hmm. There are two. One. There's one more Disney. One more Disney. Mm-hmm. Hillsbury and Disney. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. It's called Princess Celebration, and it's oh. just Cinderella's glass slipper. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. There is another Christmas one that is part of the licensed products. Another Christmas one? Mm-hmm. That is a licensed character. Think about probably the most ubiquitous <laughs> of all the Christmas movies that would have a recognizable character that you could put on a cookie. Oh my god, the Abominable Snowman? I don't know. Elf? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Elf. Yes, it's his hat. Okay. Okay. I got one. <laughs> yeah. The there's a Disney one, I mean a Nickelodeon. Oh, classic, classic Nickelodeon. Regrets, classic but still relevant. <laughs> SpongeBob, yes, it's the SpongeBob okay. movie, uh, and it is his face, and it is no longer available. I don't know exactly when that one was around. <laughs> um, SpongeBob movies old at this point. Yeah, well they've had more than one, but yes, there is one recent one that is based on something classic. <laughs> Something classic, like a character? Like a franchise. I mean, also the character, but the whole thing is... There's a lot that it could be. Give me a hint. I think it came out last year. Had Ryan Reynolds. Oh, Spider-Man. Absolutely not. (laughs) Who do you think Ryan Reynolds played in Spider-Man? Wait, no. Sorry, that is not who I was thinking. Uh, Is it Thor? Or no. (laughs) It's not an adventure. Hold on a second. No. Ryan Reynolds was the Ryan Reynolds Deadpool. was Deadpool, but it's he was Deadpool. it's not Thank a you. Marvel character. It's not Marvel. It's not okay. No. Then I don't know. <laughs> Detective Smurfs? Pikachu. Oh, that's maybe why I didn't know that. Ryan Reynolds voiced Pikachu in Detective Pikachu. I did know that, but I don't think I remembered that. Yeah, it, it there is one with Pikachu's face on it, and also in that pack is a Pokeball. Oh, mm-hmm. you got a twofer. And then the last one is a classic, still being made, Hanna-Barbera, I think. I don't actually really know what Hanna-Barbera means, but that's like the genre of cartoon that I think of. It's a cartoon. Yeah. They were a uh, production company. Is it Yogi Bear? It is not. I did say still around. <laughs> okay. They just had another movie come out. Looney Tunes? No. I don't no. know. <laughs> They've had also live action things i've lost scooby-doo oh jesus (laughs) yeah 
God, okay. I don't yes, think Scooby Doo was Hanna Barbera, but it's like it started all back it's then at the same time. Like that era, yeah. yeah. I, oh my god, okay. And then next to uh, Scooby Doo is just Scooby's face, and next to that, I just wrote janky <laughs> because <laughs> it looks like a picture of a shitty tattoo done by someone who doesn't know how to tattoo, but is like, oh yeah, totally, I can do that for you. And it's just, it looks so janky. Oh god. <laughs> it's so weird. Sad Scooby. Yeah. But anyway, I love the Pillsbury shapes. I didn't know what they were called. I'm like the, the, the sugar cookies with the things on them. <laughs> I don't know what to call those. Apparently they're the shapes. Sugar cookies. The sugar cookie shapes. I like it. But those are my favorite. Those always, like, when you see those in the store, it's like, yes, it's Christmas. There's a little snowman or a Christmas tree or whatever. My neighbor, Judy, we had neighbor's friend, Judy. Uh, Judy used to always make, uh, like, she would bake Christmas stuff for all of us. Or, I mean, forever, and not just us, but, like, like she that yeah. was her thing. She was old, and she liked to bake stuff. So she would, like, bake up a bunch of Christmas stuff and, like, pack little little Christmas tubs for people, and they would bring those over. And there was always, always the little cutout ones in there. It was so good. The best. Most of the stuff she made herself, but she bought those, obviously. And then when we moved, when I moved out of... My dad's house into town. She like we met up. She I don't know. She called my mom or something. It was like, oh, it's Christmas time, and I made Emily a little thing. <laughs> so we like Aww. met up at the bakery or whatever in the parking lot, so she could give me my little Christmas treats. That is so cute. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, but those just feel like Christmas to me, just to look at them. <laughs> they do. They totally do. I can never get them to like rise and puff like a regular cookie. They're like I don't think they're supposed to. On the package okay. it says will only spread slightly because on the package okay. it's like round, but they come in square shape like little bricks. Yeah. And then they I don't think they're actually supposed to spread out. Okay. Then I'm doing everything right. <laughs> yeah. It's really funny that you say she gave you cookie trays because my next topic is literally Christmas goodies. Yes. <laughs> So it's Christmas goodies being cookies, candy, all of the sweet things. Me, this is a little bit of a sentimental topic. Um, I have some very fond memories of baking with both of my grandmas and also my mother around the holidays. Mm-hmm. Were you guys a baking family? No. No? We were big on baking. I did the baking in my house because I, at one point I wanted to open a bakery. I love it. So. <laughs> love that. So my dad's mom, we call her Grandma Locke. Because that's her name. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I remember <laughs> I remember being young and my grandma having this shortbread cookie recipe that she would always use like cookie cutters to cut out these cookies. They were always so good and they were crisp. And I don't know what she did to the icing, but like the icing would harden, but it also tasted like a sour cream icing. It was so good. <laughs> like maybe not sour cream. I don't know, but it was like a little bit tangy. <laughs> Like it was just no okay but she would like color it like red and green and stuff like for the different like cutouts that she would do i just remember that specific icing being so good as a kid and loving that but she, we would always like she was all about like the giving of the cookie trays i yeah. guess both of my grandmas were maybe it's like an older lady sweet thing yeah i think i had time in their hands to let us bake but my grandma's my grandma locks was definitely the shortbread cookie with whatever icing frosting that was we also she also did like cut out candy cane sugar cookies occasionally and would like 
alternate the red and the green sprinkles on it. She always did that part. Would never let me do that part. Sad face. (laughs) So I do have fond memories of cooking with her in the kitchen or baking with her in the kitchen. I do remember one year she burnt the shit out of her cookies (laughs) and still ended up giving them away, which was fine. (laughs) But like, they were very clearly burnt. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, My grandma Brand, my mom's mom, she had the best sugar cookie recipe. Like straight up just sugar cookie. They were always super thin, always super like... The edges would be crispy, but the middle would be soft. Yes, that's the best. It is the best, dude. She had the... And she would always just use, like, red and green sugar sprinkles. Mm-hmm. The, that, to this day, <laughs> is the cookie I think of when I think of Christmas cookie. Yeah. Is grandma's sugar cookie. She sold them in her restaurant around the holidays, so I would always be like... I would always, on my breaks, go down and help them, like, from school or whatever. So yeah. Thanksgiving, I would help her make her... Always help her make her first batch of sugar cookies by the way that sugar cookie dough is the best sugar cookie dough when it's cold <laughs> i will eat spoonfuls of that I'm, i don't generally do that i do like cookie dough but i don't generally eat just spoonfuls of it mm-hmm. however grandma's cookie dough <laughs> grandma's sugar cookie dough i also have super fond memories of pies cooking pies with grandma specifically pumpkin and then also my cousins love chocolate and they would always come down. They wouldn't always come down for Thanksgiving, but we'd always get together for Christmas. So grandma always made them a chocolate pie. Mm-hmm. And so I remember baking those. She was also big on fudge and Rocky Road. She had mm. her own fudge yes. recipe. So good. And then Rocky Road, classic. Love it. She would sometimes make some without the nuts because sometimes us kids wouldn't like it with nuts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she was sweet like that. Uh, my mom, as my grandma brand got older, kind of took on the role of baking the sweets and things like that. My mom's fudge. Same recipe as my grandma's, but somehow it turns out different and it's mm-hmm. better. <laughs> I don't know how. Uh, my mom's fudge is literally to die for. My mom's Rocky Road is also good. And then I remember doing like chocolate dipped pretzels with my mom too one year. That was always really fun. I think there was one year we even did like a red and green drizzle popcorn. That was fun. I don't generally think of popcorn as like a Christmas goodie, except for except when I think... Except the tin with the I was just going to say... The three flavored yep. tin. Yep, yep. That is, that was actually, I turned my page and mm-hmm. that was the next like line is, yeah. except for popcorn tins. Absolutely. Except for it looks like tits, not tins. <laughs> popcorn tits. The next item. So I didn't, my mom made this one, this next item. I didn't ever actually get to help her with it. I think I'd moved out by the time she started making it. But peppermint bark is always another good one on Christmas goodie trays. Yeah. Uh, peppermint bark is my favorite. Especially with the chocolate, the white layer, and then the peppermint sprinkles. That is that is my holiday weakness. <laughs> More recently, cake balls have gotten popular on cookie trays. Butterscotch haystacks. Have you had this? No. With a little chow mein noodles? No. That always oh, weirds man. me out. <laughs> oh my god. So good. So good. Definitely love the butterscotch haystacks. Or really any, like, no-bake cookies. I love a no-bake cookie. Different from a haystack, though, for sure. It is different, but, like... They're both, like, mounds of things. I do like no-bakes. Those are always also good on a cookie tray. Mm-hmm. Uh, peanut and almond brittle. My mom made this frequently. I remember thinking it was lava when I was younger <laughs> just because it boiled so much and it was, like, oozing in the pan. Mm-hmm. Do not get that on your fingers, though, when it is hot because it is very viscous and it will cling to your... It's almost like getting clam chowder on your hand. Have you ever done that? I mean, maybe in my life. <laughs> okay. Know. So clam chowder, because it's like a thicker soup, generally just like stays in one spot. Like if you were to get like a liquidy soup on your hand, you could just like shake it off. Well, you can't shake off clam chowder, just like you can't shake off peanut hot peanut brittle. Uh, I have gotten a blister from that before. Yeah. 
These weren't really a thing when I was younger, but they have kind of become a thing now. A hot cocoa bomb? Okay. I don't know what that is. The One of the DJs on the station that I have on at work keeps saying hot cocoa bomb. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that is, Christina. <laughs> okay. So basically it's like a little, not it's not really little because it's like enough chocolate to fill your mug. But it's like a little, basically like a chocolate version of a bath bomb. And you put it in a mug and then you pour hot steamed milk over it. And it, like, melts the chocolate, and then you get hot cocoa from it. I can do the same thing with hot chocolate powder. <laughs> yes. Some people like the melty chocolate. Uh, also, sometimes you'll get this on a cookie tray, but also sometimes it's usually just next to the cookie tray. The old-fashioned hard candies, like the little rib- red and green ribbony ones. ribbon candy, yeah. Yeah, or, like, there's, like, the little raspberry drops or something also. They all usually come in a tin. It says old-fashioned hard candy on it. My grandpa always loved those, so we would always get some and put them on every little tray that we sent out. Do you have anything else for, like, goodies that you guys, or that you, I mean, like, yeah, I to... just texted Kelsey because I think she's asleep, though. Oh. Because she didn't answer me. Because <laughs> she always, they always do. We didn't really do that, but I was going to have her come out and be like, hey, talk about making stuff. <laughs> because Dang her it. family does do that. Yeah, we didn't really do all of that. I've helped her with it, so I can talk about it, but I just thought <laughs> she has fun. firsthand information. Um, my mom always made fudge. That was our thing. Was fudge. I'm very. Fudge. I don't. I'm very picky about my fudge. I don't like. <laughs> okay, so I don't know what it is about the texture. If you like go to like a confectionery and buy fudge, like it's a different consistency than whatever my mom made. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, like it's wetter or something. My mom's is more melty, and theirs is more chalky. I think it's the other way around for me. Okay. I think theirs is, like, way wetter than my mom's was. And, like, I don't... I don't know. I don't like store-bought fudge, though, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I, too, also, I'm very picky with my fudge. It has to melt in my mouth in order for me to like it. If there's any sort of, like, grit in it, mm-mm, nope. Well, yeah, that just means that it wasn't... The sugar didn't melt down right. But my mom's was always, like, dry. You'd, like, take a bite. Your teeth didn't just, like, squish into it like Laffy Taffy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that texture. But yes, so my mom always did fudge and peanut butter fudge. And sometimes half and half. <laughs> I yeah. do like peanut butter fudge. Yes. That is that is a classic. That is a good one. Should have my mom make you fudge. Because she made Jacob I... carrot cake. <laughs> like Oh, last she did month. make that carrot cake? Yeah. Oh, good. And then she took it to, I think, Jacob and his parents. <laughs> <laughs> She's so sweet. But that, and she would always eat, also do peanut butter cookies. Ooh, those are also a classic. I made those, our cookie exchange, my first year at my work. I did, like, a classic peanut butter cookie. Yeah, I love a peanut butter cookie. So, like, that's what we had, other than, like, you know, the popcorn tin, obvi. Yes. And the little cherries, the chocolate cherries. The, Mar- uh, the like, the Queen Anne ones? Yes, always yes. Queen Anne. The best kind of cherry. Yes, absolutely. That was my dad's favorite. I would always get that for him for Christmas. <laughs> we would have that. If we ever, like, added anything store-bought to our cookie trays, it was always, like, the little Ferrero Rochers. Ferrero Rocher, or however you say it. Rocher. Okay. <laughs> we didn't do, like, the... We didn't give our stuff away. That was just for us. We didn't, yeah. like, make stuff and hand it out, but... We... There was a couple years we did that, but generally we would just, like, make it and then take it to, like, family houses every time we went to a gathering or something. We'd just show up with a plate of cookies and candy. Yeah. However, 
the only time of year I like to shop for specialty candy, like chocolate or caramel or anything like super high end, is at Christmas time and it's always at the C's store. Yes. C's candy is great. So good. Mm-hmm. So good. They have like these little hard caramel pops. They're my favorite. I don't know what and that then is, get... but it doesn't sound like I would like it. <laughs> it's like a caramel. It's like a basically a piece of caramel like on a stick and it's like hard, but the longer you suck on it, the softer it gets. So at the end you can like just bite it off and like chew on it. Yeah. It's I don't so think good. I would like that, but. It's so good. They have them in like four different flavors. Caramel? Like a dark chocolate, a caramel, <laughs> like a regular chocolate and like a vanilla flavor, I think. Hmm. So good. I'm trying to think of other things that we had, and I can't. <laughs> I don't know. My brother's allergic to chocolate, so it seems like we should have had other options. <laughs> Your poor brother. Well, I mean, we had the popcorn tin, and we yeah. had the peanut butter fudge and the peanut butter cookies. What else do you need? Right? There's <laughs> really only, like, one thing that was chocolate. But Kelsey's family does, like, a whole thing. Do they do, like, a day of baking? If you can get it done in one day, Sure. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of them. They all live, well, not so much now, but like Kelsey and her mom live down in our area, obviously, but like everybody else lived up north on like the same plot of land. (laughs) So it was just like a bunch of people. Baking in one. Actually, I think I remember her going up there and doing that when we lived together. Probably. I think there was some family drama surrounding that specifically. Possibly. I know that one year, because they would switch back and forth, like, who went where, because there were so many of them. Like, if they had to come down, like, there's just so many of them to, like, make that trip and, like, uh, several cars. So they would just switch off every year, and then whoever was hosting was the one who made it. But, like, I mean, I would help Kelsey with it in high school. (laughs) One time we were making stuff, right? And we got, like, partway through, and somehow we left the eggs on the stove. (laughs) So we had just, like, a whole dozen eggs just like hard boiled (laughs) because they were sitting on top of the oven that was baking cookies all day (laughs) oh my god well now we have to go to the store and get more eggs (laughs) but it was always like the only ones i can think of right now are i believe they did the like the peanut butter blossom with like the peanut like the cookie with the chocolate kiss on it Mm -hmm. and definitely peanut brittle for sure and then i think we did some like just regular sugar cookies. There was more than that, but I don't remember right now. The peanut butter was like the important one. That was always a big thing with my mom. She loves her peanut brittle. I think it reminds her of her grandma. So that's why she makes it. Yeah. But I like it. So I also really like almond brittle. We never did brittle. I don't think I ever had peanut brittle until I helped Kelsey make it. I like peanut brittle, but almond brittle is just a little less like nut punchy, if you know what I mean. Like there's just a little less nut in your face. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that can be good or bad. Yeah, well, depends. Different strokes. <laughs> but yes, Christmas goodies, cookies, classic this time of year. Yeah. And then, obviously, like a Reese's tree. Oh, yeah. That is like... All the store-bought kind of stuff. Yeah. I... The cherries. Swear the to you, one year, Reese's made a mint chocolate cup instead of mint and pe- or chocolate and peanut butter. I swear to you it was Reese's. <laughs> I think they've had Reese's cups like that. No. Do you know how hard I have searched to find what I'm looking for? Really? It's not. There was no peanut butter. It was just the chocolate and inside was mint. Right? 
like an Andy's mint, but in a peanut butter cup shape. And it was the little ones. And I had them in my stocking. And I have this memory. And I swear to you, it was Reese's. And do you know how hard it is to find that information? Because it apparently doesn't exist. And I'm like, you're lying to me, Reese's. Don't gaslight me. I know that it was real. (laughs) I did not know that. I mean, I guess it... It could have been a different brand, but I swear it was Reese's. Whatever it was, it was good because it made a lasting impression. Well, yeah, because I was like, oh, dip. Reese's has <laughs> mint chocolate cups. Can't find them. That's the worst when you're like, oh, God, I want this thing, but I can't remember what it was. I can't find it anywhere. I know that that thing exists, whatever it was. But usually when you get like an off-brand little peanut butter cup, it doesn't have the paper around it. And this one had the paper. Which is what makes me think that it was Reese's. Okay. Interesting. Maybe I can help you dig. Because now I want to know. Go for it. (laughs) Sure it was Reese's? I mean, no. I was like six. (laughs) But I swear to you, it was Reese's. (laughs) Love it. Oh, and the people we bought our house from used to send us like a little, not C's, but one of the like Whitaker or whatever samplers every year. Yeah. My aunt and uncle used to send us like little cake bites, like little chocolate cake bites every year that said Merry Christmas and they were like all different flavors. Yeah. They came in a box. Those were good. Sometimes they would send those. Sometimes they'd send like cheeses and meats and sometimes they would just like do chocolates and treats. But we would always just bake all the good things at Christmas time. All the good candies. Yeah. Not specifically Christmas related, but school Christmas. Those like bake house sugar the soft sugar cookies with the really thick frosting on them that are basically oh. just chalk cookies <laughs> those are yes. my favorite i love those. i love those cookies with the pink frosting i mean they make them all, all t- kinds of frosting oh yes i know what you're talking about now yes the soft bake ones they that come are like this just like the little plastic this, box yeah the clear plastic one and there's yes. like they're like eight of Stacked. them maybe yeah just like in a row I do love those cookies. Some people hate them, but I freaking love them. Yeah. Some people hate them because basically they're just crumbs being held together by that frosting on top. <laughs> but That's so good. They're so good. So I love good. those. Always had those at a Christmas party. Every school event there was. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yep. That's why those were invented. I got nothing else regarding that topic. On that note, check us out on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, shoot us a like however you listen whether it be uh, whether it be via apple Podcasts or soundcloud give us a like give us a thumbs up give us a comment tell people you know you like us and we will see you next week see how it goes all right anything else nope (laughs) all right we will see you next week bye bye